This podcast and the following message are brought to you by Fixed Ops Digital. It's no secret, people are keeping their vehicles longer. As vehicle sales soften and profit margins continue to tighten, your dealership success will greatly depend on your ability to increase service revenue while focusing on long-term customer retention. At Fixed Ops Digital, we specialize in online marketing for service, parts, collision, and tires. Fixed Ops Digital are also the creators of Dealer Wallet, a digital conversion tool designed for dealerships to service customers with a digital-first experience. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com forward slash fixed ops. That's www.autoconverse.com forward slash fixed ops. And thank you. Well, thank you. I was trying to tell Owen I've been muted for the last 20 minutes because you know I can't be quiet that long <laughs> as, as everybody else here. But, uh, but, but, but everybody else covered us there. And I, I think the you know, it goes back to any one of us, if you forget the car and we think of something that's happened in our day-to-day life where we had a car accident, our house, we had an accident, you know, our insurance policy is when it kicks in. We don't ever know if it's a good or bad policy until it kicks in. What a great spot for a dealer to sit in. And I say this, understanding the severity of recalls to, to show the difference between staying in the dealership for service versus maybe an independent. Not to use recall as a way to get them away from the independents, but it's 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 our obligation as a dealer to sell a customer a car. Cars don't buy cars. And then to deal with that customer throughout the lifetime ownership of that vehicle. Uh, I will say, and Jared and no other dealer am I putting on the spot, but uh, it's it's imperative that you have a process that's financed to stay in touch with your consumers as soon as you see they defected. And you're into a three-year-old recall, four-year recall. Yeah, we see a real fall-off there, but we should never see a fall-off in the first three years, and and we do. So we need to work as OEMs. That's what our conferences are about. Uh, Owen, you know that. Uh, Revolution Parts knows that, right? And and uh, we're going to pay more attention to this at the next conference as well. That was Greg Noonan, customer retention, loyalty, and customer service consultant on a recent discussion panel, providing his final thoughts on the conversation that I am about to share that was focused on the importance of owning your recall business. From Autoburst Media, this is Autoconverse. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Autoconverse Mobility Tech and Connectivity Podcast. I'm Ryan Girardi. Late last fall, it was announced that Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, that's FCA, will recall nearly 700,000 cars for faulty electrical connections. And the issue could prevent engine starts or contribute to a stall. This affected around 528,000 vehicles in the U.S., almost 35,000 in Canada, 18,000 in Mexico, and 116,000 plus outside North America, according to the report. Now, the recall covering 2011 through 2013 model year Dodge Durango and Jeep Grand Cherokee SUVs will address deposits on the contact points of fuel pump relays that may interrupt electrical current. Coincidentally, the automaker had previously recalled most of the same SUVs in 2014 and 2015 for issues with their fuel pump 
relays. So in response to this, we made this our focus during a recent Fixed Op Strategies webcast panel, which is one of six auto retail marketing webcast panels we conduct each month in the Learning Center at autoconversion.net. Folks, it's a real privilege to get deep insights from industry experts like our guest today, and we're proud to be supported by Cuneo Advertising. Cuneo believes that accurate, relevant, actionable information is the foundation upon which successful marketing and advertising efforts are built. Our partnerships are based on trust, transparency, efficiency, and of course, results. Cuneo Advertising, driving sales for automotive retailers for four decades. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com forward slash Cuneo. Recalls are not uncommon and they aren't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, here's Ed Roberts from Bozard Ford Lincoln in St. Augustine, Florida, explaining what recalls mean for his dealership. Ed is the fixed ops director there. Recalls for us is an opportunity to reintroduce customers back to our store. Yes, you're going, like James says, you're going to have some customers that are loyal to you that you've taken care of forever, but there's a there's tons of vehicles out there with recalls on that never been to a dealer, whether they're second owner or third owner, and we're not doing a good job of reaching out to those customers, and, and we've got to find a different way to reach out to them and have uh, safety inspections that need to be done before you can renew a tag or whatever else. I'd like to see that tie into recalls. We need a recall inspection done to clear them or maybe tied into insurance, but um, the 30 to 35% that typically deal with the dealer, those recalls are going to get done, and you get another percentage of the worry warts that hears it, and they're going to chase it, and they get it done, but there's hundreds of thousands of recalls that, quite frankly, it's an inconvenience to the customer and their car's running fine. They don't care. They don't care that the airbag could kill them or whatever it may be. Their car's fine. And they think it's a way for us to just lure them in. And there's got to be something that ties them in stronger to the dealer. Whether that's uh, if parts aren't available from a safety inspection or a recall inspection before a tag renewal, then they get a release letter from us or something like that. But we got to bring somebody else into this to be able to force them into the dealer to get them done. There are two key points here from Ed. One, recalls are an opportunity to bring new customers into the dealership. And two, it's extremely difficult to get the word out to people with recalls and get them into the store. Which is why, as Ed explains, they need to ideally be working with third parties such as the DMV. Yes, like DMV. Um, or insurance companies or something similar to that to where it ties into every vehicle um, and there's there's an inspection process that goes through that. Uh, whether they go online and they print out that it's clear or they go online and, they, and, and it shows that they have it and they can schedule it. But we've tried to reach out to our customers the same way for years and we send them free recall inspections and this, that, and the other. But there's most of them are not going to respond. We, about half of them do because of loyalty to the dealer and uh, because they're worry warts. Uh, but the other half do not. Other important players that can help with this are marketing companies such as Fixed Ops Digital, one of our sponsors for this podcast. Here is Fixed Ops Digital CEO Owen Moon explaining how his company works with dealers on their recall strategy. Yeah, I mean, and we're really leading that charge as a as a Fixed Ops agency. You know, a lot of the agencies out there, you know, are so um, integrated with sales and the variable side. Uh, to get them to do anything, fixed ops is is taking them completely out of their out of their uh, comfort zone. So, 
you know, I can only speak for Fix Ops Digital, but, you know, one of the reasons why we exist is to close that gap and, and help dealerships uh, with their Fix Ops marketing. Um, and, and so instead of trying to get something from a variable agency that might not have a lot of experience in it or maybe isn't necessarily scorecarded on how they're helping dealerships from a service marketing standpoint, um, you know, that's kind of where we've taken on that role. So yeah, that's why we're, that's why we're ahead of it in terms of getting this out is just so, uh, we know our dealers, it's been a, a pain point for our guys. And, uh, we're, we're really looking forward to kind of uh, rolling this out into our, not only our dealer base, but, you know, as we move forward in 2020. Revolution Parts, the number one way for new car dealers to sell parts online. Revolution Parts offers streamlined tools and solutions for driving profit in the fixed ops department. If you're ready to take advantage of all the revenue channels in your dealership, talk to the parts commerce experts at Revolution Parts. Revolution Parts makes selling parts and accessories online simple, easy, and profitable for your dealership. No techie knowledge required. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com forward slash rev parts. That's www.autoconverse.com forward slash rev parts. And thank you. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we've had, we've done a couple of, you know, pilot cases to, you know, really test the customer engagement from those avenues, Owen. And, you know, we've done, you know, blower motor recalls on Toyota. We've done, you know, the Takata airbag recalls with the Lexus stores. But it's trying to get the message to the consumer uh, and provide that awareness in a format that is something that they're tangible to. Um, you know, the big buzz that's been going on in automotive for the past, you know, really 12 to 18 months, and every company now has an avenue of it, which is, you know, social media marketing. Um, and, of course, it always starts on the variable side, and then it trickles down to fixed stops. And I see that social media marketing definitely growing and evolving uh, four fixed stops here over the next couple months, but we've been doing it month in, month out. Um, not only with our specials and coupons to our owner base, specifically targeting those owners, but also, as Owen was talking about, providing that awareness for those recalls where, you know, customer that's, you know, going on uh, Facebook or they're on Instagram and they're saying, hey, recall on 2017 Tacoma, and it's a link right back to a content landing page specific to what the recall is is it as ryan as you were saying is it a safety recall or is it more of a general recall so they kind of know what action they need to take as the consumer and then also the ability to put input your vin number and see if your vehicle's been affected yes or no and we've done those campaigns and we've had great success with it um you know coming from the part side um you know we do a great job with that because then the customer at that point says, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a blower motor recall for my 17 coma. It's not the end of the world, but if I'm down here in sunny, hot Florida and I lose air conditioning in the month of the summer, it is a big deal. So, um, we've had, you know, really good results by doing it. And it's just communicating to them other than just picking up the phone, the OEMs, you know, mailing out a postcard, just communicating out to them what the situation is specific to their vehicle. And we've had great, great feedback from not only our service team, but also from the consumers themselves. One of the panelists in the discussion that day was Jared Kilway, who is director of digital strategy with Jermaine Auto Group, which owns more than a dozen franchises across 
two states. And that was Jared explaining the importance of getting recall information to customers in a format that appeals to them. Here's the conversation that had led up to that point. So, oh, and this makes you think of you guys over at Fixed Ops Digital. Are you working with Jared or any other dealers on being proactive about the awareness aspect of recalls and, and you know, getting them addressed? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, the thing about a marketing, any marketing strategy is always to find out, you know, what is the challenges or maybe, you know, where are the holes in the process and see if we can't be part of the solution. And, uh, and, and you're right. One of the things that we have found is, and to Greg's point is that, you know, all the manufacturers have a, a website you can go to as a customer and you can find out, put your VIN in and you can find out if you have a recall, right. An open recall. Um, there's a couple things that uh, from a dealership standpoint, that's challenging there. Uh, usually if that customer goes on to say toyota.com and does the recall VIN, uh, VIN lookup, if they're closer to another Toyota store than Jared's, they're going to get the person who's going to get that lead is going to be that Toyota store. So now without trying, even uh, the OEM has, has now pushed that customer to, to another Toyota store that's Jared's customer. And so um, so that's kind of one challenge that we've looked at. And so one of the things that we've done is put together and we're, we've been doing some piloting with it. Uh, we've done a little bit with Jared kind of get this thing going, but, uh, you know, as of January, 2020, we are going to be fully launching a, um, what we're calling our drive service recalls product. And what it's going to be is it's going to be a little bit of what you guys were just talking about. It's going to be more education through content delivery. Uh, it's going to be putting awareness on the dealership's website for uh, different places where they can find out that recall. And more importantly, it's going to keep that customer inside the environment that the dealership that we're working for, so they, you know, for the, so their customer stays inside their 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 relationship. Because nothing worse than if we're doing some recall stuff for a dealer, and uh, they go onto our dealership's website. We've got some information that we're providing about a particular recall, or maybe a, a VIN lookup for you know to see what recalls are out there. They fill out their information, and all of a sudden, the uh, the same franchise. Uh, three miles away is getting the, uh, the lead because they're, they're closer to that dealership when they're, when they're performing that search or, you know, where their IP address is showing up. So there's some challenges there. And I think we're trying to close that for our guys and, uh, really create an, uh, kind of that, uh, that environment where there's some walls that, uh, that we can build for our dealerships that we're working with. So. Oh, and I, that's great for me to hear because I don't want to drive somebody to a, a factory website that's going to drive them somewhere else. So absolutely, if there's something we can put out there to drive them that we can do a recall check on and drive them back to me, I'm all about it. I wonder if that's a role that just automotive vendors, not all automotive vendors. I mean, James, curious what's going through your mind when you when you think about Revolution Parts, your relations with, you know, I think thousands of dealers that that, that your company works with. Um, it, do you guys do anything now to assist dealers as it pertains specifically to their recall business? And if not, that's okay. I'm just curious. No, no, we don't. But I was, as I was listening to the conversation, I uh, was recalling that the last time I received recall notices were uh, from Geico and then previously Progressive. So I do think there are some partnerships in place. In both of those instances, they're not attempting to redirect or um, suggest which dealer I should be engaged or I should reach out to to um, to have that recall looked into. 
But my hope is that dealers are doing uh, an excellent job of delivering service. They're doing a great job of reaching out and engaging their customers um, throughout the ownership of their car, not just to get them to come back and buy, but of course, to get them to come back and to service their car so that when those recall notifications do come in or they do, or a customer does get a recall notification, even if the, even if the OEM is recommending a, a different dealership, hopefully the relationship exists where they will naturally go back to where they always go. Um, and I think that that's really on the dealerships and not so much on the OEMs to solve that part. Earlier in the conversation, Greg was emphasizing that if you build a good relationship from the beginning, customers will be used to coming in and dealing with the dealership, making it smoother and easier to address recalls with them. I think it gets back to when you look at the age of any vehicle being recalled, whether it's a GM, a Toyota, a Ford, a Chrysler, and not to be opportunistic here, but to speak to if we retain them as a customer right from the point of sale, they're going to be used to coming to our dealership. They're going to be conversant with us and they're going to be used to having a dialogue with us and comfortable finding anything they need to about our, the cars that we bought from that dealer, regardless of brand. And then when the recall happens, this isn't somebody that hasn't been in your store in three, six, nine, 12, 18 months. It was somebody here for their last oil change or something. I think that speaks more easily to the, the, relationship the dealer has with the OEM, and, and Jermaine has an excellent one, and, and so do many of our dealers. So I'll let Chrysler corporate, as you know, it's a very, very sensitive issue, speak to that. But I, I think on the conference side, when we see something like this, and just like you, Owen, uh, we have many vendors that will, like Kelly Blue Book or others, Carfax, they have a recall process with through our market center as a vendor, and, and we're, we're out there reaching out to our dealers instantly and to our consumers. Thanks for tuning in to this special Fixed Ops edition of the Auto Converse podcast, brought to you today by our friends at Cuneo Advertising, Revolution Parts, and Fixed Ops Digital. If you like what we're doing, take a moment, leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play, and also consider telling a friend or a colleague about the podcast as well. It's the best way to help get the word out and you'll be supporting what we do. If you'd like to get more involved with the Fixed Ops panel that we run or any of the auto retail marketing programs, go to autoconversion.net, not to be confused with autoconverse.com, two different sites, but they, they work together. Um, but go to autoconversion.net and look for auto retail in the menu bar. Each individual program requires a one-time registration, but once you are registered, then you're automatically included and able to participate in any scheduled session within that series. And you can log in just like a normal webinar, and you can uh, we can turn your audio on so you can ask questions, you can raise your hand, you don't have to have video, you don't have to have audio. Um, and if you'd like to be on the panel, we're always open to that as well. So there you go. I'm Ryan Girardi. Take care, everybody, and make it a great day. This is Autoburst Media.